I need you, Lord. Over in the midnight hour, I need you, Lord. When I open my mind, my eyes in the morning, I need you, Lord. When I lay me down to sleep at night, I need you, Lord. And Father, we need you right now. Right now in the name of Jesus. Oh, let's give the Lord a hand, praise. Hallelujah. Glory, glory, glory. Hallelujah. We need you, Lord. Hey, we need you on every leaning side. Thank you, God. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. We can't make it without you. We need you, Lord. We need you right now. Praise the Lord. Amen. Please be seated. Give the Lord a hand. Praise. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Amen. God bless everyone on this afternoon. As it's been stated today, we are celebrating Jesus. And also we're acknowledging and celebrating all of the veterans today. We have a video that we're going to show today. We have Sergeant Joe Herrera here. It's going to have words as it relates to veterans. Uh, so we're going to, before we show the uh, video, I would ask if there's any service members in the house, if you've just raised, if you are a veteran, if you've been in the military, raise your hand. That's one, two. All right, now, here's the next thing, because we, we want to celebrate this Veterans Day, because is there anyone in the house today or in Zoom land uh, that you can acknowledge if you have had a father or mother or a sister or a brother or a child in the military, raise your hand. Amen. Because we want to acknowledge you as well on today. Amen. So we'll, we'll do that. So Camille, if you would uh, run the video and then Brother Elder Herrera and I will be back.
praise God. So what we have today, we have some pins from all four branches of the service. Come on around here, Brother Joe. And so let's do this. Uh, I believe I saw one hand in the back. That was Brother Ron. Would you come up here, sir? <laughs> and Elder Herrera is going to present you with a token of love and appreciation and a badge from the Army. Can I hear you say, who up? All right, uh, let's see. So we had some hands. Uh, Brother Mark, you had uh, who? Your father was in the Air Force. All right, would you step up here, sir? All right. Better put my new cheaters on. All right, Brother Joe, you present that to Brother Mark. Come on, stand up in the back, back here. Uh, Brother Ron, come on. Brother Ron, come on back around. Brother Mark, come on up. Come on back around. Come on back around. We're just going to, everyone, the next one. Someone else on this side? Uh, Christy, I know, dad was in the Air Force. Praise the Lord. <laughs> if you just stand up here for a moment. Oh, someone else on this side back here? Sister Dolores? Uncle in the Navy and a brother in the Army. Here's a Navy pin. <laughs> Praise the Lord. All right. Uh, Pastor Jones. Brother was in the Navy. Praise the Lord. Brother Ben and Sister uh, Mary and and also, Brother Steve, come on. Father was in the Army, and the son was in the Navy. All right. Well, we'll give you one, one for both of them. All right. Brother Steve. In the Air Force, amen. Your sister was in the Air Force too? Well, praise the Lord. She chose the Air Force over, over the Army. <laughs> Did I miss anyone that's in the sanctuary? You was in the military, Pastor Amanda? My dad and my brother. <laughs> my dad and my brother were in the army. All right. <laughs> and before Brother Joe have words and uh, to just to pray for all the veterans, uh, is there anyone, if you're on Zoom and you're able to uh, chat, then please put it in the chat and we will, when we see you, we will be able to deliver a pen to you. Sister Sharon. All right, come on up, brother. Both of my sons are in the Navy. 
All right, Sister Sharon, thank you for both sons was in the Navy. Praise the Lord. God bless you, Sister, down there in Texas. Still in the Navy, serving our country well. Praise God. And you know, Sister Sharon, when, when loved ones are in the military, the family is as well. Praying day by day and by night for their safety. We praise God for that. Amen. Anyone else? Sister uh, Dorothy? We probably almost could have had the whole church come up here. Praise the Lord. Who did you have, sister? All right. Here's a Navy pin. All right. My sister Amelia was in the Air Force. All right. All right. Praise God. Let's give the Lord a hand, praise. so we can get their pen to them. And for someone here, if we don't have the particular service, get that name. Sister Dorothy for Air Force, we need one more. Praise God. And on that note, uh, it, it, it's just uh, Brother Joe is going to come and share his thoughts on this Veterans Day briefly and pray for all of the veterans and the family of the veterans uh, at this time. God bless. Family members for uh, for supporting your family members that are in the military. I too have uh, family members that were in the military. I have a sister that was a full commander in the United States Navy. Yeah. Yeah. My father was in the Navy in the South Pacific during World War II. Yeah, so I broke the, I'm the black sheep. I was in the Army for <laughs> 23 years. I was an Army Ranger. So. Uh, I had fun. Yeah. But uh, everybody who was in the military had their reasons for going in the military. I myself had to go in the military because I wasn't learning anymore in the civilian life. My parents couldn't teach me anymore, couldn't control me anymore. I had to do something different. So I had to go in the military. Private school didn't do it, 12 years of that. So my mother had my father sign the papers because I was the only boy, and I asked for combat. Now I'm still going. So she said, Joe, signed the papers. And I remember that. That's exactly how she said it. So the Army did straighten me up. Some say the Marines straightened them up. Some say the Navy straightened them up. Some say the Air Force straightened them up. 
Some say even the Coast Guard straightened them up. Whatever branch of military it was for you, you know what it did for you. But for the families also, it was a stress on them. Praying for you, for them every day. Wondering if they were going to come home. Wondering if that knock on the door was going to be an army member with an army chaplain or a military chaplain. Because accidents do happen during peacetime. But whatever it was, or whatever it is, that veteran, that individual, gave up his or her time, not just for him or her, for his life or her life, but for yours. Because not only are their lives squared away, but we're in church practicing what we believe in because of them. We're going to have communion today because of them. There are some countries where they don't allow that. There's a lot of countries that don't allow that. They'll kill you for that. You believe in God, you say God, they'll, they'll take you out. Okay. So with that, I just want to say thank you and ask you to pray for them. Keep them in your prayers. Always remember them. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Sanctuary and on Zoom, Facebook. Can we all give it up for our pastor, Kermit Perry, and his veteran size? We thank you, Pastor. Praise the Lord. Just in the form of thank you. We have our freedoms today because of those who gave their lives. And I tell you, in a time of confusion that we're living in and hatred and variance that we see all over our nation, thank God for the men and the women that are yet serving our country and standing together as one. So we praise the Lord for that. Amen. God bless each and every one of you. What a blessing it is today to be in the house of the Lord one more time 
Certainly this is the day that the Lord has made. And we will rejoice and be glad in it. Praise the Lord. Amen. Can you all hear me? Amen. All right. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Father, in the name of Jesus. God, we're just a body of believers that love you. We're just saints that are so grateful for who you are. And because of who you are, we give you glory. We thank you for saving us out of a world of sin and shame. Thank you for sending us on our way rejoicing. Thank you for a mind to be in the house of the Lord one more time. And so, Father, we ask today that you would just continue to be in our midst, Lord. We know you're already here. But as we open up your word, God, this is your word, your precious word. Your anointed word, your word that has stood the test of time. That you would speak to our hearts and our minds. And we, God, will receive your word and apply it to our lives. And have running in our feet and clapping in our hands to tell the world how good you are. We thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Praise God. You know, I, I, for some reason, I, my mind kind of goes way back to the Baptist church where, back in Oakmulgee, Oklahoma, where I grew up. And I remember when, the, uh, and some of y'all may remember this, when they would come in, when they would come in singing, uh, the we are soldiers in the army. of Anybody remember that? They go, we are soldiers. And, 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 and I mean the ushers and, and the mothers, they'd be bringing their feet up real high. We are soldiers. In the army, we have to fight, although we have to, you know, you know, and I was like, and I was a little kid, I was like, wow, I couldn't wait to see that on every Sunday. But how many know today that we are soldiers in God's army? Praise the Lord. And yes, this is Veterans Day uh, coming up. Uh, today we recognize that on this Sunday here in fellowship. But at the same time, we, under, we have to understand that there's a war going on. And this war is not fought with guns and bullets and airplanes, even though we see that all over the world. But see, there's attributes of a godly soldier. That's just all I want to talk about on today. Whether you are in the house of God or wherever you may be hearing this, seeing this, experiencing what the Lord is saying or doing today, uh, whether you're saved and filled with the Holy Spirit, or whether you're on the outside looking in and wondering if you should make that plunge and dedicate your life to Jesus. You've heard so many talk about following this Jesus. You've heard people talking about how their lives were transformed by Jesus coming to know God coming to know the creator of the universe. And so you may be somewhere saying, you know, I'm real close. But I want to let you know today that there's attributes of a godly soldier. We, we know what it means to be a soldier today. Brother Joe, I thank you for your time, your 20, was it 23 years or 25 years? 23, 23 years as a ranger, looking to go into combat. You know, God, and you were in those places. Brother Ron, thank you for your service. And, and even your, you're looking at between Brother Ron 
uh, Elder Herrera and myself, you're looking at not only veterans, but you're looking at three disabled veterans. <laughs> now, mine is not as serious as theirs, but it's nevertheless, I'm classified as disabled. It wasn't mental now, let me tell y'all that now. <laughs> it, it may should have been. <laughs> but uh, but I, I have, from all the generators I've worked around and missiles going off, I have tinnitus. So my ears ring all the time. There's certain sounds that I, I can't hear. And so I have to, and, but you know, I think it's a blessing in everything because it caused me more to look at my wife when she's talking to me. <laughs> I'm, I'm serious. <laughs> because sometimes you can't, you know, it, you know sometimes we kind of not paying attention, but now since I know that my hearing, is, it, it, it helps me, it has helped me, it has helped our relationship because I want to look at her when she's talking to me. Brothers, can I borrow amen from y'all? Because I just think that's pretty important. Sonia, give me a high five from a distance. Amen. <laughs> Praise God. But just briefly, uh, this is communion Sunday, as uh, Edward Herrera said. We will uh, commune around God's table. Uh, but let's just talk about what the Lord dropped on my heart, attributes of a godly soldier. Um, Jesus began to tell his disciples that he was going to have to die. That he was going to go to Jerusalem and to be killed, mocked, scourged, crucified. He told them. And, and, and so many of them was like, uh, they couldn't get their head around it. But we know as we look at, uh, at uh, Matthew 16 today, and uh, in, in we'll start at uh, verse 24, but around 21, 22, and 23, as Jesus was telling the disciples what he was going to experience, of all people, Peter rebuked Jesus. Oh, no, don't say, what, what, are, you, what are you talking about? And, and, and Jesus said, get behind me, Satan, for you're an offense to me. You, you, you're, you're trying to hinder what God wants to do. And so, so, you know, we can be close to the Lord, but we need to understand what the Spirit is saying to the church. What God has put in place, it's in place. If Jesus had not have gone to the cross, guess what? Our souls would have been lost. But we're glad for the cross where Jesus died. So it, what is the cost? You know, it, is there, there's a cost that come with being a soldier. You know, in Uncle Sam's army, you know, we belong to them. In the Air Force, they, whatever you was in, you belong. You didn't, you're talking about free will. You, in, 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 the, in the man's army, you don't have no free will. When they say jump, you say how high. Skip how fast. You know, you can't say, well, I guess I'll go to the chow hall uh, for breakfast about midday. <laughs> no, no you're going to double time when they say it, you know. But I thank God for grace and mercy in the army of the Lord. Count up the cost, though, is what I want to talk to you about. This is, one, this is the first attribute of a godly soldier. You need to count up the cost. Uh, this, this brother said that when he joined, he volunteered for combat. There's a cost in that. That means it's a possibility that you may not come back. It's a cost in that. I don't know what got into me, but here I am in the Air Force, and so I say, oh, you had it easy. But I, I don't know. I was talking to my buddy yesterday, 
Frank Brooks, and uh, we were kind of reminiscing. I don't know why we volunteered for everything that seemed dangerous. I, you know, it was during the war, okay. I, my artists, where do you want to go across the world? People say in Germany and, you know, Japan. And I don't know what got in me. I said, I want to go to Tonsonut Air Base in Saigon, Vietnam. So that's what I, that was my first choice. Guess what? I got the Philippines. God said, that boy don't know what he, <laughs> he, he don't know what he's doing. See, you know, but thank God that, you know, and, and this is something, and I won't get into my lesson, to the word, but, you know, when you, when you get to a point where you can look back, when you didn't know God, but you know now it was God. Yeah. Anybody, anybody been there? Oh, yeah. You know, you, 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 what could have been, what should have been, God said not so. Thank God for the grace of God. When, when, you know, when, when, I, when I was foolish and, and unlearned and naive, God still has had a word that says, I have a plan for you. And we can all get together and sing the song, look where he brought me from, brought me out of darkness into this marvelous light. But see, it, it's, to being a soldier of, of the Lord, uh, to be in God's army is more than just words. They say back in Oklahoma, they say talk is cheap, but money by land. You can talk all you so so it comes a time there need to be a walk that goes with the talk. There needs to be a reality, you know. I believe one of the old songs said, uh, make sure your anchor holds and it grips a solid rock. And that rock is who? Jesus. Jesus Christ, the righteous. All right, so Matthew 16, 24 through 27. Uh, after uh, Peter calls himself rebuking Jesus. Jesus gets him straight and he turns around and he asks the disciples and he talks to them. He communicates with them. So then Jesus said to his disciples, if anyone desires to come after me, let him deny himself and take up his cross and follow me. That's some pretty deep words there. And it's not talking about denying yourself of, 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 of glazed donuts, Rocky Road ice cream, <laughs> you know, all those things. It's, it's denying, see, and, and, and self is, is a hard fellow to deal with. But we have to learn to de deny ourselves. And we all have a cross to bear. You know, I don't think if I could ask, if I asked the question today, who in this building is not going through something? I don't know if I'd see any hands or not. Prove my little point here. Let me ask the question. Is there anybody in here that everything is just perfect for you? That you're not going through? And can I, if you're in Zoom land, can you chat it out? Facebook, punch it out. You know, we all are going through. We have a cross to bear. And, and, and all we have to do is reflect on the on the scenes we've seen in movies and, and what we have ascertained by the Holy Spirit, thinking about Jesus carrying that old rugged cross, that was not easy for him. And a lot of things we're dealing with today is not easy. Nobody said it was going to be easy. But he didn't bring us this far to leave us now. And, I, you know, and, and so for me, if somebody asks me the question now, after you've been saved, sir, for 41 years, so they're about, uh, 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 would you take anything for your journey? Are, are you ready to throw in the towel? 
No, I'm not ready to throw in the towel. Because every round I want to go higher and higher in the Lord. I'm looking for deeper depths in the Lord, higher heights in Christ Jesus. I want to be in a place where God can use me anywhere, anytime for his glory. Thank you, God. So then Jesus said to his disciples, if anyone desired to come after me, let him deny himself and take up his cross. Now he's talking to disciples. He's talking to those who have already said, we're going to walk with you. He's reinforcing in them, listen, this ain't no cakewalk. Birds of the air have nests and and, and, and uh, you know, the fowls and all these, they have a place to lay their head, but the Son of Man don't have a place to lay his head. Do you want to follow me? See, you may not have houses and land. Do you want to follow me? He, say, he goes on to say, for whosoever desires to save his life will lose it. But whoever loses his life for my sake will find it. If you really want to know what your life is all about, get in Christ Jesus. I was just wandering around aimlessly, stumbling around, a victim of circumstance. Mm. Trying to hold on to this life. What was my life? It was messed up. At a young age, messed up. For whoever desired to save his life will lose, but whoever loses his life for my sake, We'll find it. Those songs you say, if I die now, I won't have to die no more. If I die to self now, then I don't have to worry about that graveyard death because I'll step out of here into the glory of God. Verse 26, for what profit is it to a man if he gain the whole world and lose his own soul? We live in a time where people, give me, give me, give me, I must have. You know, he with the most toys win. Win what? What does it profit if, if a man gains everything he thinks he wants and loses his own soul? Or what will a man give in exchange for his soul? When that time of life comes, and it's coming, you know, only the Lord Jesus can give us release from this old life. Until he do that, we're trying to hold on. For the Son of Man will come in the glory of his Father, and with his angels, and then, the, then he will reward each according to his works. Jesus said, do you want to follow me? You, you're going to have some hard times. Do you want to follow me? You're going to be rejected. Do you want to follow me? You're going to have some good times. You're going to have some hallelujah times. I'm going to bless you. But guess what? You're going to have some trials. Do you want to follow me? You must deny yourself, take up your cross, and follow me. So, so another passage I want to look at, we need to, uh, another attribute of, uh, of a godly soldier, we have to die to ourselves. So Paul piggybacks on what Jesus said in Matthew 16. In Romans 8 and 12, therefore, brethren and sisters, you know, brethren, that's, that's generic, right? Uh, therefore, brethren, we are debtors. Not to the flesh, to live according to the flesh. If, if the truth be told, we know we all walked in the flesh at one time because we didn't know the spirit. We didn't know the spirit of God. And so whatever flesh wanted, that's what flesh did. But thanks be unto God. 
Uh, uh, so, so therefore, brother, we are, we are adeptus not to the flesh, to live according to the flesh. For if you live according to the flesh, you will die. But, thank God for the conjunction here. But if by the spirit, you hear this again, you put to death the deeds of the body, you will live. Isn't it a blessing now that you know when, when you ain't quite walking right and you feel like, ooh, thank you, God. Because, see, I'm dying to myself. I, I want to live for Christ. He's turned the light on in my soul. Thank you, God. See, there's attributes of a godly soldier because when sin come and confront you, when temptation come, it don't feel good. And we go to God in prayer. We cry out to the Savior. Thank you, Lord. He said, for as many as are led by the Spirit of God, these are the sons and daughters of God. We're living in the dispensation of the Holy Spirit. We're living in the dispensation of the Holy Ghost. And, and so Jesus is not walking the dusty shores of Ontario and Rancho Cucamonga and Riverside, but he said, I will not leave you comfortless. I'm going to send you another comfort, and he will lead you and guide you into all truth and righteousness. Again, as we're studying in Revelations on Thursday night, he that has an ear to hear, let him hear what the Spirit is saying to the church. How many know the Spirit is speaking to the church today? He's talking to us. As saints of God across this globe, those who have an ear need to hear what thus saith the Lord. Thank you, God. There's attributes that, that should, you know, there's some similarities there. There's some things that should stand out as it relates to a, a, a godly soldier. If somebody come in here in full dress uniform, you know they in the military. You know, you, and, you, and if you look at them close, you'll know what branch of service that, they, that they're in. And, and it, it should be something that lets somebody know that this man, this woman, this boy, this girl is in the godly army, in the army of the Lord. Something different about them. I think I mentioned to you all, it may have been last week, uh, after talking to a prisoner at the prison, they put him, this brother backslid. I think I told y'all that. He backslid and ended up in prison. Did something, got himself in prison, and they put him in the cell with a murderer. And not only had the man murdered folks on the outside, he had murdered his last cellmate. And they put the backslidden believer in the cell with him. Way up there, one of the notorious prisons. But this man in prison is testifying to me how the Lord had used him even in his backslidden state. See, that murder, and he was well aware this guy had killed one of his cellmates. See, the man looked at him and said, it's something different about you. First, he probably looked around. <laughs> said, something different about you. And he kept talking to him, and, and, and he said, now, I'm going to say something to you, but I'm not, I'm not gay. This is what the brother's telling me. I'm not gay. And he, he said, I just feel like I need to hug you. Brother Chucky, he said, he let that notorious killer hug him. And for weeks and months, he was able to minister to that fellow. And then the Lord moved him to a safer prison. <laughs> That's God. <laughs> That's God. And so you can have a soldier that end up in the brig, but he's still a soldier. See, he ain't been kicked out. He's still a soldier. He get out, and he get himself together. And so God was dealing with that man, and he was, 
he, he, he had a story to tell, and here's another one. I don't never give folks personal information, but he said, oh, Perry, what's the name of your church? He said, I'm going to look it up when I get out. You know, I'm just looking for one day. We're going to have a whole bunch of prisoners up in here. Men and women of God who he have set free. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Praise God. All right. Uh, 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 another act, we must be prepared to fight. Now, listen, some of us ain't got the, the natural fight out of us. We, we still, it don't take much, huh? You know, start winding up. But that's not an attribute of a, of a godly soldier. See, in, in, in 1 Timothy 6 and 12, he says, fight the good fight. See, so that means that there must be a bad fight. There must be some fighting that we should not engage in. He says, fight the good fight, lay hold on eternal life. Do what? Lay hold on eternal life. I mean, you know, we need to understand that we have hope in Christ in this life only, then we're all men most miserable. He says, fight the good fight of faith, lay hold on eternal life, to which you were also called, and you have confessed the good confession in the presence of many witnesses. How many, how many folks know somebody that know that you say that you say? Do that make sense? <laughs> if you're in the room, if you know that you have testified to somebody that you were saved, raise your hand. Yes. See, yes. you have made this good confession before men. You let them know that I'm in God's army. And we don't live for them, but guess what they show looking? Because they may want to become a soldier. And they say, well, soldiers don't act like that, do they? Yeah, well, this one do. No, it shouldn't be like that. We need to fight the good fight of faith. See, faith. Faith, 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 just a little more faith. We don't need a whole lot. We just need to use what we got. Fight the good fight of lay hold on eternal life. See, another thing about a godly soldier is humility. See, soldiers in, 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 the, in a lot of time, and folks in authority and soldiers and brass and different things, they, they, sometimes humility is not really the key. Thank God for people like General Colin Powell. The man was a humble man. And people at his services spoke to that. He was a man of humility, but, but you don't see that. But that should be an attribute, a mark of those who say, Jesus is my Lord, that I'm in God's army. He says, therefore, humble yourselves, huh? Sometimes we say, God, just humble me so I can do right now. He say, humble yourself. He's given us everything we need. If we have given him our heart and our mind and we've repented of our sins and the spirit of God have came in, we have what it takes to do what God would have us to do. All we have to do is do it. Therefore, humble yourselves under the, what? The mighty hand of God. My God, today, it, 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 no, don't humble yourself before the, the, uh, the, the, the nine millimeter or the bazooka or the F-16. Humble yourself under the mighty, under the mighty hand of God. How many know God's hand is mighty? Yeah. He's a mighty savior. He's a mighty warrior. He's a mighty loving God, and he cares for each one of us. So we need to humble ourselves before the mighty hand of God. All power is in his hand. He holds the world in the palm of his hand. Thank you, God. So, so who am I to get haughty? Who am I to look, look down my nose on somebody? Who, who, who am I to think I'm all that in the, the proverbial bag of chips? 
No, no, no. God, without you, I am nothing. God, I know where you brought me from, and I want to say thank you. And God, I don't demand you. I can't command you. I, I plead to you. I seek your face, God. I say, help, Lord, in the name of Jesus. I don't know what to do. I may be the pastor. I may be the husband. I may be the father. I don't know what to do, God. Humble myself before his mighty hand. See, there's power in humility. He says, therefore, humble yourselves under the mighty hand of God, What? that he may exalt you, that he may lift you up in due time. Some folks say, well, when is my due time? <laughs> you know, we learn we need to wait on the Lord. The psalmist said in Psalm 27, wait on the Lord. Be of good courage, and he will strengthen your heart. Wait, I say, upon the Lord. He says that he may exalt you in due time, casting all of your cares upon him. Do y'all know that takes humility? Because, you know, if the truth be told, we figure we can make it on our own. We can make it by myself. Oh, I can handle this. <laughs> you know, I can't handle nothing. God, I need you. He says, casting all A-double hockey sticks, A-double L. Casting all of your kids. Don't hold on to some of them. Don't cover it up so nobody else can see that you got a care that you don't know what to do with. Cast all of your cares upon him. Why? For he cares for you. How many know the Lord cares for you? Yeah. I don't care how old you are, how tall you are. He cares about you. Yeah. What your situation, what you have been through in your life, he cares about you. He can do what the psychiatrist can't do. Jesus don't say, go lay on the couch, let me talk to you. He said, I'll talk to you straight up right where you are. I will heal you right where you stand. I will give you a word that will transform your life. Thank you, Lord. Cast all your cares upon him, for he cares for you. Be sober. Be watchful unto prayer. Be sober, be vigilant, because, see, in this, in this army, there is an adversary. And, and, the, and the adversary is not the one standing in front of us. Sometimes we think family members is our enemy. We think the neighbor next door is our enemy. We, we think this, this party over here, politicians, or this party over here is our enemy. He says, he says uh, but because your adversary, the devil, we got to know who we're fighting. That's why it was so hard over in Vietnam. People didn't know who they were fighting. See, see, no man goes to war without first counting up the cost. He says, he says, because your adversary, the devil, walks about like a roaring lion. Like a roaring lion. He is not a roaring lion. He act like a roaring lion. He, he growled at you and folks thought, whoa. You know, I, I got to get out of here. It reminds, I used to work with this drunk at the job. I don't know how I'd be getting off subject here, but let me, let me wrap this up real quick. Uh, but this, he would always have a joke. I'd say, brother-in-law, I'm trying to work. Well, let me tell you about this. He said, did I tell you about the king of the jungle? I said, no, I'm trying to work. He said, he said well, this, this big lion with this big mane, he's running all through the jungle. He run up to the monkey, and he growled at him like this, like the devil. Rah, who the king of the jungle? Do you, you, Mr. Lion? Went up to the giraffe. Who the king of the You, Mr. Lion? He messed around and ran into one of them big bull elephants. 
big old ears, big old long trunk and tusk. He said, who the king of the jungle? That elephant picked him up with his trunk, flipped him around like this, threw him into the dirt, messed his mane all up. He got back up and ran to the elephant. He said, say, now see, <laughs> I'm going to leave you alone because you don't understand. You know, so we need to understand that we have the power to defeat the enemy in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. So he's like a roaring lion. <laughs> Seeking whom he may divide. <laughs> and so the words say, resist him. I was talking and ministering to a brother the other day, and I'm telling him, man, God's got this. He said, yeah, I know in the end. I said, no, we're not talking about the end. We're talking about our order. We're talking about right now. We're talking about now, sir. He wants to live in you. He wants to bless you. He wants to heal you. He wants to deliver now. He wants you to humble yourself before his mighty hand now. We know in the sweet by and by, if you made your peace with God, it's going to be all right. But it'll be, it's an old song now, Sister Amanda say it's going to be all right. You, you, I, you, listen, it's good for y'all. I can't sing. God, I, these songs be coming to my mind, and I'll be saying, okay, hit it. And then I hear the Spirit Lord say, man, don't go there. Leave that to the, to the singers. Leave that to the praisers. Amen. Saying, on, saying in the shower. It said, resist him. Okay, here's the instruction. The devil come as a roaring lion to you that's, that in, that's in God's godly army. Just because you're in Christ don't mean the devil ain't going to come to you. That he's not going to try to intimidate you. That he's not going to try to kill you, steal from you, or destroy you. But greater is he who is within us than he that is in the world. How do we apply that? He tells us here, resist him, stand fast in the faith. Knowing whom you have believed and, and knowing that he will take you all the way. He that has begun a good work in you will perform it until the day of Jesus Christ. He says, stand fast in the faith, knowing that the same sufferings are experienced by your brotherhood in the world. You're not the only one going through. And sometimes we can feel like everybody's going, nobody's going through but me. Everybody's going through something. And so, so when I look back, I, I, I did a query. And I, I looked in the Old Testament, I, I got in my, my Bible thing and, and put in warrior. And everywhere it popped up, it was in the Old Testament. Hmm. See, because we, 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 you know, we, we're fighting a new kind of battle here. Thank you, God. See, I, I thought about Sister Camille, I thought about Saul and, and David and Joab and Abner, and Joshua, even Abraham, Gideon. Uh, these men were men of war, godly men of war, but they fought with, with real weapons. Mm. But you go to 2 Corinthians 10, 3 through 5. For though we walk in the flesh, we're in this natural body. We do not war according to the flesh. We're not looking to try to go fisticuff with someone. We're looking at a way to let somebody see Jesus in our lives. He, he, he say, uh, for, we, the, for the weapons of our warfare. Mm. Hallelujah. Can y'all just say our warfare? See, because we are in this together. For the weapons of our warfare are not carnal. They're not natural. They're, they're, they're not fleshy. They're, they're not guns and bullets. They're not knives. The weapons of our warfare are, are not carnal, but what? But mighty through God. 
Hallelujah. Wait, you mean to tell me the weapons that I have now are mighty through God? Why? To the pulling down of strongholds. How many know there's some strongholds in our life today? Hey, it seems like they're not going to break free. But he's given us the antidote. Our weapons of all warfare are not carnal, but mighty through God. Through the pulling down of strongholds. Listen to this. Casting down arguments. Casting down arguments. Oh, glory be to God. We don't have to set up an argue and fight with folks. But we have to love like the Lord said love. Pray for them who despitefully use you. He said, cast down arguments and, and watch this, in every high thing. Every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God. Say, no, God's not in that. <laughs> I cast it down in the name of Jesus. Oh, glory be to God. Bringing every thought. Oh, hello. Listen, it ain't for me to try to bring your thought. But bring in every one of my thoughts. Bringing every thought into captivity to the obedience of Christ. That's where the victory is. So saints, these are the attributes of a godly soldier. Let's walk straight. Let's have our spiritual gig line together where everything is lined up. We, we, you, you, you can't be caught up. We can't be caught up with the things of the world. Fighting in God's army. Throwing Molotov cocktails. That, that's not going to do it. But prayer changes things. Prayer changes things. Oh, glory. We, you know, if a man don't stand for something, he'll fall for anything. I heard Martin Luther King say, if a man haven't found something so dear and so precious that he'll die for it, he's not fit to live. But how many of us today, in, in our hearts and our minds, we can say, for God I live, for God I'll die, swim, sink, or drown, I'm on the Lord's side. And it makes me mighty glad. I'm not going to take down. I'm not going to take back. I'm going to give God praise while the blood is just running warm in my veins. Though trouble may come on every side, hallelujah, in the name of Jesus, I'm going to hold on to God's unchanging hand. I'm going to hold on till the war is over. And I'm not going to wait till it's over. I will shout now and give God glory. Hallelujah. Thank you, God. All we got to do is look where he brought us from. My Lord, today, God bless you. God bless you. Wow. Sister Christie preached too long. <laughs> Praise God. Amen. <laughs> Praise God. As this song played, could we, could the ministers come? Let's prepare uh, communion. Thank you, Jesus.